Azeroth, a history, is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Azeroth History, a look into the history of Azeroth and how it pertains to World of Warcraft today. I'm your co-host, Bam Bam Anderson. And I'm Winona Stark, your senpai tentacled... I forgot my fucking intro. That's fine. (laughs) 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 It's the story of my life, okay? Um, Okay, so this is a long one. My script is 10 pages. It's gonna be long. We're talking about Jaina. And I started all of this by showing Bam Bam all of the cinematics from Battle for Azeroth. Yep. Yep. You look so jazzed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but yeah, we get to talk about Jaina today. I'm so excited. Yippee! All right. So Jaina was born about three years before the opening of the Dark Portal, so before the First War. Okay. Um, and she's one of three children and the only daughter of Lord Admiral Dalen Proudmore and his wife Catherine. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're the ruling family of Kul Tiras. Yep. Yep. During the during the Second War, Jaina was about nine or, or seven, seven to nine at some point in that age range. Smallish. I, yeah. I don't remember the exact year that the Second War starts off the top of my head. So, um, And she was sent to study in Dalaran where she learned all the magic-y stuffy. Mm, magic things. Things yeah. that are magical. Yeah. And ice and fire and scary stuff. She's so scary. So while she's like traveling from like from home to Dalaran, she also passes through Lordaeron, which is how she meets Arthas. Okay, which we've talked about before. Yep. Um, and this was also the time that Dalen, her older brother, had uh, kind of taken command of his own bit of the fleet. Okay. Um, and so he was actually fighting the war. I don't know what the separation in in years is because she's like seven. Probably. Mm-hmm. And he's in command of a fleet. I don't know. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I feel like you could probably do that if you're the Admiral's son at, at like, 17, which is really only a 10-year difference. Like, yeah. I have a 10-year difference between me and my oldest brother, basically. Well, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Perspective. I got you. Yeah. I. This is the old time. You could have a baby at 12. Like, whatever. That's true. You're gonna, if a girl can have a baby at 12, a dude can lead an army at 17. I, just, I feel like that all lines up with the stupid backwards old-timey logic. You know, and that's true, considering the current King of Stormwind is 18. There you go! So, there you See? go. Smart. Yeah, I got some of those. <laughs> I don't, clearly. Um, so yeah, Dalen was leading the third fleet uh, against the Horde, and he ended up actually dying in battle. His ship was sunk, and... I mean, um, probably he's young and untried. Yep. I think it was a little bit more the fact that they were using dragons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tail swipe. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah? I did good? Oh, yeah. A plus for Bam Bam. Oh, what, what? If you want to know what well, that reference is later. to. Announce later. <laughs> we'll announce that later. Shit. Um, okay. Uh, the youngest son was Tandred, and I'm not sure exactly what the age range is between him and Jaina either, mm-hmm. but she's young. he's younger than Jaina. Okay. So she's the middle. Um, when Jaina first got to Dalaran, she immediately went to Antonidas, the head of the Kirin Tor, mm-hmm. and was like, hey, I want to apprentice under you. Yeah, take, hey take you, me. hey you, pick me. Pretty much, yeah. This is exactly what she did. She was absolutely steadfast and wanted to train under the best, which I can't blame her. Um, and then she also becomes the first female wizard in direct service of Dalaran. Hell yeah. Yeah. Feminism. Yeah. Oh, man. She's she's good. Um, as they were getting older, Arthas would sometimes accompany Jaina on the trek, like, back and forth. Yeah. Um, and one day brought her to a camp where the Alliance were keeping captured orcs, uh, where they had very different opinions. Okay. Of kind of what the orcs were. Arthas mm-hmm. thought, like, they're just evil and monsters um, and, of course, they killed her brother. Why can't she think the same? And yeah. she's like, no, they have families. They can't be that bad, can they? Right. Yeah. Which makes sense. I um, mean, literally every single thing on Earth has a family. That's true, too. And I guarantee you there's some shitters out there. 
<laughs> so like the whole but they have a family rule is kind of like but it's it's also like they're raising kids and like obviously they can't be that bad if they're doing a good job raising their kids even if they are in captivity blink blink <laughs> This is also kind of, it's like very much concentration campy also. So, yeah. Yeah, that that look on your face. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. Apparently. Yeah. Um, So, and we already know about the relationship, so we're going to kind of skip that part because it's a lot. Um, So after leaving Arthas and Stratholm, she later came back to see the ruins of Stratholm Mm -hmm. and what uh, Arthas had uh, essentially finished, what he had gone there for. Um, And while there, a mysterious prophet popped up to talk to her, telling her to take her people and lead them across the ocean to Kalimdor, which she didn't listen right away. I don't know. Unless it's Jay and Silent Bob, I'm not listening to no mystery prophets, you know? Did you see they're getting rebooted? Really? Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen this? No. Oh, man. It's it's good. Oh, it's going to be good. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I don't know. Dogma was the pinnacle of everything for me. I feel like you can't rise any higher than that. That's true. But when you go, when if you ever get the chance to listen to Jay and Silent Bob get old, they did a recording in Winnipeg that oh. uh, a bunch of friends took me to. Oh, really? Birthday. It was so good. Aww. <laughs> and yeah, they talked about the movie at that point. I'm so excited for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. So, Arthas finished up his shit. Uh, Prophet comes to talk to her. She didn't listen right away, and um, it wasn't until Arthas actually started moving on Dalaran that she was like, shit, we gotta split. <laughs> This was fun and all, but bye. Yeah. yeah, so Antonitis told her to take as many people as she could and get the fuck out, <laughs> which she promptly did. Yep. Um, and they got to Kalimdor, and they found some orcs. And she kind of assumed at first that it was, like, the original orcs that were, um, uh, that had followed them from Lordaeron. Yeah. Which is not the case. Um, she... Uh, she climbed up. So wait, it was like an issue of her just thinking all works looked the same. Kind of. A little bit. I mean, they're all green. Oh really? At that time, they're all the same color. They are, and that makes them look the same. I'm sorry. How dare you? <laughs> all you white people look the same to me too. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm so sorry. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> ah. It's hard to see dimension on a white face. But I, th- I think it's because they didn't have like any like specific colors at all on them. They just they just kind of saw orcs and not necessarily like close up either. All right. So all right, fine. Yeah. I'll back off, but I still think. Oh no! It's no, oh, it's totally true. It that's a, it's fair. Yeah. Um. But she what happens is she climbs up a mountain called Stone Talon Peak, um, because she's sensing some great power. And that's where she runs into Thrall, who is a former orc slave, who yep. is a green orc. Okay. And who uh, becomes the war chief of the Horde. And it's a very, very different Horde than the ones that killed her brother or attacked them in Lordaeron, anything like that. Yeah. So it's it's very different. Yeah. So she runs into Thrall and Karen, who's a Tauren chieftain. Okay. Karen's pretty boss. Yep. I do like me some Karen. <laughs> um, and... The prophet that approached her in Stratholme pops up again yeah. while they're all there and is like, yeah, you guys need to work together, guys. Do it. We're all in this together. I feel like this is a song that's going to come up a lot in our, in our podcast. Probably. <laughs> I just can't help referencing a very Potter musical. Oh, it's totally I'm fine. sure it's a reference to something else, but that's where I oh, know it from. I'm so sure that's it is. what matters. Uh but yeah, um, so they all need to work together because the Legion is coming again, and they're a much bigger threat than anything else. So, <sighs> team up, guys. Yep. Um, so that began the friendship between Thrall and Jaina, and it's very tenuous at first. Yep. But eventually gets a lot stronger. You um, almost say he had her in his Thrall. I got some trivia for you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, once again, going to skip here because there's a bunch of stuff that... Uh, I need to talk about on its own, and this episode is complicated enough without it. Um, Jaina moved with her refugees to an island off the coast of Kalimdor and founded the city of Theramore. Yep. She and Thrall agreed to respect each other's territory, and if they needed help at any particular time just to survive, they'd help each other out. 
survival um, friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, very much a relationship of kind of need, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, while she and another orc named Rexar were talking about humans encroaching on orc land, um, Jaina realized that it was her father's forces. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Um, Whoopie-doo. Yeah. So then he shows up in Theramore to see Jaina with Rexar, and they're talking, and they're, you know, friendly. Yeah. Not at each other's fucking throats. <gasps> and he calls, uh, first of all, he calls her naive, and then calls for the extermination of all the orcs that are in Theramore at the time. Oh, my gosh. Daddy. Yep. Uh, even though she's like, no, Dad, they're different. Like, they're they're different. <laughs> We can't judge an entire species based on the actions of a select few. Given they did kill Derek, but it wasn't these orcs that killed Derek. It was the other orcs. And yeah, there's oh, there's a few different sex of orcs. Um, What's that? Sex? S-E-C-T-S. Sects. I like sex with extra letters, too. There's a different sex. Jaina then approaches... They're all in Rexar again, assuring assuring them that she like she's there in peace. Yeah, and she's obviously not condoning her father's actions. No, um, and Thralk hears her out because mm-hmm. he realizes that she's telling the truth. Yeah, and she kind of accepts that you know shit needs to be done because Thrall's like, yeah, no, we need to deal with this, and she's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, so Thrall leads his forces to assault Theramore. Oh snap! Yeah, and a lot of Colterans died that day. Uh, with with many alliance leaders kind of condemning Admiral Proudmoore's actions in the whole thing. Gosh darn kind of, it, Admiral Proudmoore. Yeah. You're not making us more proud. You're making us less proud. Exactly. You be Admiral proud less. Exactly. Um, basically because it was just very aggressive and, like, without really any well, kind of remorse. Yeah, like, belligerent, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thoughtless. I'd say that. Careless revenge. He's pretty pissed off, which I, I get. Um... And uh, Rexar actually took down Dalen himself. Good. Yeah. So, Dalen dead. Bye. Um, you shouldn't be an admiral if you've got that much rage in your heart. Right. Ra- well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he... Well, I think it was handed down. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he's got to keep the station somehow, right? So, he's got to have proven himself by that point. I know. I just feel like, realistically, in that scenario, it's his bias because of his son's death that is making him make these kinds of decisions which is putting a lot of innocent lives at, at risk and effectively killing a lot of people right I'd agree. so like maybe like make better choices or something realize that you're biased and be like hmm vice admiral what's your call yeah dalen fucking calm sit the fuck down <laughs> Uh, the rest of the Kulterans shut themselves out of the Alliance. Um, they didn't actually hate any of the other leaders for not coming to help, but they really hated Jaina. What the fuck, Jaina? Yeah, well, because, like, she stood aside. So after that, Jaina took over Theramore again uh, and rolled over it, while still being very friendly with Thrall. Mm-hmm. Um, she also became good friends with Varian Rin over the years, um, who was the King of Stormwind. Cool. Um, and is a kind of aunt to Varian's son, Anduin. Okay. Yep. Um, she also attempted to foster peace between Thrall and Varian, but we'll talk about that in another episode, because holy shit, Thrall and Varian. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drama. Oh, yeah, you have no idea. Uh, after that, she's actually pretty quiet until we get to Northren. Um after the Wrathgate, both Horde and Alliance leaders decide they need to figure out what the fuck just happened with the Forsaken bombing with the Blight. Yeah. Um, and Jaina didn't want another war, so she went to Orgrimmar first to talk uh, to find out that Sylvanas' forces have turned against her in the Undercity. Good! And they've taken over. So Thrall and his people went for the Horde, and Jaina went to, with Varian to take back the Undercity. So we've got both factions trying to take back the city. Ooh! Uh, it, which is great. It works. They take over the Undercity again, and Sylvanas is put back in power. Um, but it almost starts a fight right then and there between Thrall and Varian. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's bad. And so when they start fighting, Jaina's like, okay, fuck this. We can't do this. Fucking ice blocks them and then just teleports all the Alliance out. <laughs> it's so great. Jaina's fucking... Peace. Yeah, she's so powerful, too. And, like, she can do that. <laughs> For the rest of the expansion, she kind of cries a lot. 
for obvious reasons. We're going up against her former lover. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's Arthas. It's shitty. Um, and then we also follow her into the five-man dungeons, uh, which is when she almost gets beaten by the Lich King after speaking to Uther and being told there must always be a Lich King. There must always, always. Yep. And then the Lich King also comes out and is just like super, super cold to her and calls over, calls two captains that she served with when they were alive. And then he's now like made them into death knights to fight against her. It's super fucking mean. <laughs> it's super vicious. Is it hard for you to hurt people you knew? Right? Oh, no. <laughs> so bad. Um, and then, so we finally escape with her and then go tell Varian what's going on. Yep. And then we get into Ice Crown Citadel and we defeat the Lich King and we find Jaina's locket on him that she gave <gasps> Arthas. And we bring it back to her. Arthas! Yeah. Betrayal! Well, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's just because of him or if it's because of Frostmourne and the Lich. I don't really know. Uh, but yeah, he still had her locket when he died. Oop. That's some fucked up shit, man. Uh, and it also convinces her that he's still in there somewhere. Mm. Which, I'd buy it. There, there's a few other things that make me buy that. Um, leading to leading into Cataclysm, a few things happen. On the Alliance side, there were part, uh, reports of Horde members attacking Night Elf lands and violating a peace treaty. <gasps> Which she didn't believe, because she's like, Thrall would never fucking do that. And she talked to Varian about it and was like, okay, like, no, like, th- this can't be a thing. Like, no. Um, and he's very, very mean to her. And is like, well, you're not a great judge of character. Look at Arthas. <gasps> Bad Varian. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, what a slap. Mm-hmm. And then ja- uh, Jaina also visited Anduin, giving him a hearthstone to connect to Theramore to visit whenever. That's nice. Yeah. On the Horde side, Thrall handed the title of Warchief to another orc named Garrosh. And in all of this, there was a dispute between Garrosh and Cairn, the Torrin leader. And while an attack was imminent against Cairn, his son Bane was warned. Um, and he ended up escaping, seeking asylum with Jaina at Theramore. Which she provided. Yep. 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 Uh, which is when they became friends. And then while Bane was there, Anduin kind of came over to visit and was introduced to Bane, and that's how they became friends. Oh, everybody's friends now. Yeah. Um, they hold hands, go to parties. I don't know if they hold hands and go to parties. I'd like to imagine that they do. I think so. It doesn't have to be, like, a crazy party. It could yeah. just be, like, let's hang out and drink some beer. Smoke some pot. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Jaina also agreed to fund Bane's rebellion against the Torn clan leader who orchestrated Karen's death. <gasps> yeah. We gotta talk about the Torn at some point, but <laughs> that'll be another thing. Um, during the time of the Cataclysm expansion, Jaina was summoned to Dalaran by Ronan, who is the current head of the Kirin Tor at that point. Okay. Um, and the mage who went back in time with, uh, Crassus and Broxigar, wait, um, before all of this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronan requested that she... Uh, take an apprentice herself, and he assigned an ohm by the name of Kindy Sparkshine. <laughs> That's such a cute name. It is. I love it. Uh, it's also during the assault on the Firelands that she goes to witness Thrall getting married. Aww. Thrall got married. Aww. Yeah. Um, sometime after that, Jaina was concerned about the tensions between the Horde and the Alliance rising, because, you know, there's always tension. Yep. It's called Warcraft, guys. Come on. <laughs> it's not called Lovecraft. Exactly. Though that shit's awesome. Well, and we've got some old gods that are definitely based on Lovecraft. <laughs> so there's that too. But this this is called Warcraft, guys. Let's be fucking real. <laughs> uh, she met up with Thrall and reminded her... Uh, he reminded her that she couldn't lay the blame solely on Garrosh. Because, you know, the alliance isn't exactly clean. True. Yep. Everybody's um, got a little bit of dirt on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Thrall couldn't actually really do anything about the Horde because he's now the leader of the Earthen Ring. Oh. Which is like a shaman sort of, I don't want to say church, but that kind of idea. Temple? K- kind of. They, they, they're they kind of everywhere, though. So she went back to Theramore, continuing her work with the in the city and then also teaching Kindy. Um, and also Calicos, who also went by Calic, the leader of the Blue Dragon Flight. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, he popped up. Blue dragons had lost the focusing iris, which is a very powerful magical artifact. And he was asking for her help to find it. And she agreed. All the while, Garrosh continues with some attacks on some of her outposts. 
which Bane sent a message to her, um, kind of letting her know that that was happen- mm-hmm. happening. And it was soon discovered that the focusing iris was in the horde's hands. <gasps> yeah. Those hordy bastards. Specifically Garrosh, but yes. <laughs> Remember, I'm a horde player, too. <laughs> I'll paint you all with the same brush. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's a- wait, wait, wait. Hi, I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you got <laughs> mad at you got mad at like her assuming that all of the orcs were the same, and now you're just gonna paint all horde the same color. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, I just said that y'alls were bastards. That could be very well true. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but it's it's garage. It's very much garage. That hordey bastard. Yeah, singular. Um. Jaina requested help from everyone she could, including Barian, uh, the Kirintor, and no one could re- actually make it in time. Um, Garrosh moved in with his mana bomb, and <laughs> um, uh, what? Mana bomb. What? What's? What's the? Jo- what's the joke here? Shit! How did I word something? <laughs> <laughs> I just um, I don't know. Man bum, bum man. Okay, the well, man he puts ma- mana. things in bum. Yep. Mana. Nope. Like M A N A. Like mm-hmm. the thing that helps you do magic and stuff in pretty I much mean, any, any world but this one. Bums are pretty magic. <laughs> Fanny pack of mana. <laughs> yes! You get some mana! You get some mana! Calm down here, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> So Garrosh moved in with a bomb that he had made. Smart. Which was powered by the focusing iris. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so the focusing iris is the special thing for the blue dragons, right? Yep. So it's almost like an eye that's special for dragons, like maybe like a blue eyes eye dragon. A blue eyes white dragon? Jeez. And we just went Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 the eyes are special for the blue dragons. It's true. But I'm going to say no, hopefully. Um, thankfully, Rodin was in Theramore. Dun, so, da, da, da. Yeah. And uh, what? So the bomb goes off, or is about to go off. Rodin rips open a portal, shoves Jaina through, and then tries to, like, kind of cut off as much of the blast as he can. Okay. It doesn't really work. Theramore is fucking decimated. Oh! Yeah. Uh, but he he did manage to get Jaina to safety. That's good. Um, Couldn't he have, like, put the bomb in the portal instead? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. I would say, because he opened the portal to Stormwind. Mm, so, the, okay. Yeah, so he definitely didn't want to do that, but, um, yeah, there's... I don't know where he would have put the bomb anyway, because it, like, it was a really, really big blast. He, like, if he hadn't actually taken the brunt of the force, mm-hmm. I think a lot more damage could have been done. So, it, it was pretty bad. Um, so, Jaina wakes up in safety, and she hasn't been completely spared the effects of the mana bomb. Mm-hmm. Her hair's turning white. Um, she also saw Ronan die to it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Um yeah, so her hair is all completely white now, except for a streak of blonde in it. That, mm-hmm. That's all that she's got now. So she travels back as soon as she can, finding Theramore largely stuck in some kind of like weird arcane moment where everything's like purple and stuff. Okay. Um, and she finds bodies, including Kindy. Aww. Yeah. And she goes to like turn her over, and her body just like disintegrates. <gasps> it's probably the worst part I've ever read in that book. Aww. <laughs> it was so bad. Um. And this is when Jaina, like, fucking snaps. And I can't blame her. She is so done with Garrosh. She goes to the crater where the bomb was, like, the, like, bits of the bomb remain. Yeah. She takes the focusing iris and hides it. Mm-hmm. Goes to Stormwind to get Varian support in attacking Orgrimmar. Yep. Where Garrosh is. Mm-hmm. And Varian, who really hates the Horde, is like, it's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and Anduin is also like, that's not a good idea. Um, and this is also kind of in the time where we're still dealing with, like, the aftermath of Deathwing. Okay. Which we haven't talked about yet, but we will at some point. But for everyone else, who knows what the hell happened with Deathwing? Deathwing. And we're <laughs> still dealing with that. So they're like, this isn't a good idea. Um, the Horde have also set up a naval blockade, stopping Stormwind from going anywhere. 
So, yeah, there's no way that they can even help anyway. Well, fuck. So she goes to Dalaran, and she demands that the Kirin Tor fucking do something. Because this is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and after, like, and Ronan, who was the head of the Kirin Tor, yep. died at he their hands. Sure did. And, but they still refuse to help her. Vengeance! Right, but they still refuse to help her. It's well, terrible. They're, they're bad. Um, Jada finds a book that helps her understand how to use the focusing iris to enslave the elements. Well, you know, when in doubt, slavery, I guess. Yeah, and I, I will say this is super not chill with the elements. Um, they end up going to Thrall and are like, hey, fucking help us. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, this bitch gone crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, she, she yeah, <laughs> she did. She is, like, just crazy with anger and power. Um, so Thrall shows up to stop her from actually destroying Orgrimmar, and while they're battling, Jaina actually comes pretty close to killing Thrall. <gasps> yeah. Not she, Thrall! Yeah, she's so pissed. Um, and basically the only thing that saves him is Calico's coming in, like, basically saving the day with his dragon powers. Ooh, dragon yeah. powers! Um, Tail swipe! Yeah. <laughs> The two manage to talk her down, uh, using examples of their own loss to kind of empathize with her, which is- We've all lost people, sweetie! Get over it! Well, and Calicos is part of the Blue Dragons, which we haven't talked about, but the Blue Dragons have suffered a lot in the past. Well, yeah, they used to be white, and now they're blue. (laughs) There are no white dragons in World of Warcraft. (laughs) Yeah, because they're blue now! (laughs) Oh, we gotta talk about some dragons. (laughs) <laughs> shit okay um and then she claims that she knows what's right and Calic kind of throws Arthas at her face again cause you know that's how to fucking do it sometimes you're wrong remember that guy you dated who turned into the worst thing ever exactly and he thought he was right in Stratholm I mean everybody thinks they're right nobody's <laughs> like this is the worst thing ever I'm gonna do it exactly that's there's a lot that I can say about politics right now. We're going to skip all of the politics. <laughs> uh, she does end up stopping her attack, and she's kind of, like, horrified after this of, like, what she's done. And her and Thrall realize that they can't really be friends anymore at this point. Aw. Yeah. Aww. Which is sad. Aww. Um, brings Jaina back to Therabur again uh, for closure, mostly, more than anything. Uh, and then they return to Cal- Dalaran, where she is... Uh, she asks to be part of the Kirin Torrigan, but, like, as a novice. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we want you as the member of the Council of Six. Which is, like, the ruling kind of party. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, she also let Kindy's parents know that she passed away. And um, her dad actually lights all the candles in the city that light up the city. Aww. And so she kind of follows him, and he lights them up, and there's a little, like, arcane form of Kindy on top of it, Ooh. smiling. It's so fucking heartbreaking that that book was harsh <laughs> that book was real hard i'm not crying you're crying <laughs> exactly damn it christy golden um calic and jana also became a couple at this point oh yeah stick it in her <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then during the expeditions to pandaria uh varin and andy went asked jana uh, and the kieran tour for the blood elves to be withdrawn from dalaran uh because they swore fealty to the horde get those blood elves out of here. Yeah, because they want Kirin to- like, they want Dalaran specifically to be, like, a neutral party, and they've been mostly neutral up to this point, but mm-hmm. they still have, uh, you know, elves in there. Mm-hmm. Um, she ends up refusing, wanting to remain, or neutral, and to be a beacon of hope for peace. Aw. Which is great. Uh, she has a conversation with Anduin about how she was not proud of what she planned for Orgrimmar, and her hope that the Kirin Tor could garner peace between the two factions. Aw. It's great. Growth. Um, this does change, though. Short-lived growth. <laughs> Very short-lived. Uh, while she helps keep up some magical defenses to stop Garrosh from attaining obtaining a magical artifact, the portal network in Dalaran was used by some of the Blood Elves to help steal the magical artifact. And Jaina's pissed. I mean, yeah, those motherfuckers done stole her shit. Yeah. Um, and she purges the, night elves for, or the uh, Blood Elves from the city. And I'm talking actual purge here with killing. Yep. Some, well, look, some look of horrified on Bam Bam here. 
That's a change of opinion. Yeah. Um, now for something completely different. <laughs> um, not full purge, though. She didn't kill everybody. Um, there just were... like some of them. Maybe most. Just like, well, you know. Well, some of them, some of them surrendered. You just gotta throw a couple deaths in there to let them know you mean business. Exactly. And so the ones who surrendered were instead put in jail. Um, and then she reported all this to Varian, who was upset because he was trying to convince the Blood Elves to rejoin the Alliance. <laughs> Um, and this was only going to push, push them closer to the horde. And she's like, I'm not fucking sorry, buddy. Well, <laughs> sometimes you kill people. <laughs> um, pretty much like, and she basically says like once horde, always horde. Like there's no changing it. Um, and then we're going to skip over some t- things. Once you go horde, you never get bored. Ah, <laughs> that's a good one. I know I'm clever. That one's, that one's good. Yeah. I like that. That's really good. <laughs> uh, we're going to skip over some things here for time's sake. Um, but th- there's the Siege of Orgrimmar, and we take down Garrosh, and he's a dick. And we fight Garrosh, we knock him unconscious, and then he goes to trial in Pandaria. Take a shit on his face? Uh, no, I wish we could have. Um, before he, like, when he actually gets carted off... Uh, Ver- Jaina's like, hey, Varian, you could pretty much dismantle them right now, and you totally fucking should. <laughs> Which I, I have mixed feelings about. So Varian goes to, like, approach the Horde leaders again. Yep. And is like, yeah, I want to talk to your Horchie. Horchie? Your Horchie? Your Horchie mama? I don't know what I'm talking about right now. So Varian goes up to the Horde leaders and is like, I want to talk to your war chief." And Thrall has now appointed a new war chief. Um who I'm not going to name yet because we we got to talk about him another day. The suspense. Yeah, and Varian's like, well, you better fucking behave or I'm going to have some words. Oop. With my sword. Oof. Yeah. Sword words. Yeah. Uh, we're going to skip <laughs> you over. You want to have a sword fight? <laughs> Let's cross swords. <laughs> Am I talking about Let swords? Let us gingerly touch our tits. Yes, <laughs> just gently. Little kisses. <laughs> Oh, mine, mine was a role models reference. <laughs> Tip kisses. Wasn't that. Okay. Uh, we're going to skip over Garrosh's trial because it's long uh, and I think deserves to be in Garrosh's episode at some point in the future. Um, Jaina was largely quiet aside from a few things until the beginning of the Legion. Yeah. Uh, she fought alongside King Varian Rin at the Battle for Dark for Broken Shore, um, leading a squad of mages into battle. Cool. And then after that, Chadgar hatches a plan to fight the Legion and is insistent on bringing the Horde back into Dalaran. Okay. Which she's super not cool with. Probably. That was very good reason. <laughs> um, so instead of standing by, she's just like, peace, gone. I don't want to see this. Yep. Um, and she went radio silent until Blizzard released uh, both Before the Storm the lead-in novel to Battle for Azeroth, and Reunion, a comic about Jaina's whereabouts during Legion. Okay. Uh, the first thing we learn in the comic is that Jaina didn't just go sit around doing nothing, which she probably could have, uh, but she's a powerful fucking mage, and mm-hmm. she's going to defend her planet. Yep. Um, so occasionally some demons would just kind of have a really bad day. Oh? <laughs> she just kind of came in and was like, Fuck all you bitches! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you're just I'm kicking and knocking kicking. everything. God damn. She was also feeling the weight of some obligations, though, that she had, and so, but she also wasn't free to go home. Mm -hmm. She didn't feel free to go home anyway. Um, So what did she do? She disguised herself and went to Kul and walking around so that she could basically, like, spy and, like, eavesdrop. Yeah. Um, And uh, she spies on her mom, uh, Catherine, and this is when she found out that Catherine actually had to... Um, argue with Dalen to send Jaina to, to Dalaran in the first place to learn magic. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's like, oh. What's up with that, daddy? I didn't know that. That's cool. Um, and then she also found out how deeply the citizens of Kul really, really fucking hate her guts. I mean, yeah, she kind of fucked up some shit. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. Um, and before the storm, we also find out that she and Kallik have split up, which is sad. Um, but she really isn't around for the happenings of the novel itself. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of like a side character as a way of uh, kind of seeing into the beginning of the expansion. Cool. Um, yeah, so we don't see her again for a little bit until her Warbringer short, which I showed you first. Yeah. Um, Jane is singing a little sea shanty and going through a graveyard of swords and Theramore. That's where it starts. 
And she's thinking about what happened to her father. Yep. It obviously still sits with her. Um, she gets brought out by the ferryman out to, uh, in, like, basically out onto the sea and raises up a ship, which is her father's ship. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, she then takes that ship to Lordaeron, where she helps Anduin and the Alliance break into the ruins of um, of Undercity. Or, I guess, Lordaeron, because it's the top part. Mm-hmm. Um, and she fucking has arcane cannons! Arcane cannons! <laughs> like, she could have just, like, threw arcane blasts. No, 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 no. She makes cannons. <laughs> Kaboom! It's so Kaboom! Boom! Boom! <laughs> Uh, and then she, Anduin, uh, and some others confront Sylvanas in the thorn ro- throne room. Yep. Where she saves their asses and teleports everyone away onto her new magical flying ship. Yeah, she sure does. That was pretty badass. Yeah. Um, but what does this have to do with now? What does that have to do with now? Can you guess that we have to check the auction house first? I can. <laughs> if you like what we do, consider donating through our Patreon at patreon.com slash senpai and bam bam. Remember, there's two Ps in senpai. If you're unable to do that, we would also appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast service that you use. It helps us open up to a wider audience. You can also share us with your friends, family, guildies, and whoever. Uh, also, if you want to get in touch with us over on Discord, there will be a link in the show notes to join that. It's open to everyone, and we have a patron-only section. We sure do. You can also email us at senpaiandbambam at gmail.com, and we'll find a place to answer your questions. And uh, you may have heard me make some references to, <laughs> to tail swiping. Yeah. And if you're interested in seeing a video of me watching a machinima where there is references to tail swiping, (laughs) consider donating to our Patreon where you get access to secret videos of me reacting to stuff with my face. I would say it's not exactly secret videos, but we we started doing a a series called Machinima with Bam Bam, um, which I show Bam Bam a bunch of machinima and memes from, like, World of Warcraft. And it's so far, it's been ridiculous, and so this coming Tuesday uh, on Patreon is going to be, uh, so it's going to be October 8th, and it's going to be, um, this is Halloween. That's that's why it's going first, and then... I don't know if you internet folkers know this, but I am a grade A spooky bitch, <laughs> and I may have 100% lost my shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. One thousand percent, you did. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so slated also for this month, we have um, the Anixia wipe animation, hence <laughs> where the tail swipe comes from. Yes. <laughs> Watch um, the tail. Watch the fucking tail. Um, on top of that, we also have the so uh, the third week of October that I can't remember the actual date of. It's going to be the Leroy Jenkins um, video. After that is going to be How to Tell If Your Guild is Bad and the Toyota WoW commercial (laughs) from fucking forever ago. So there'll be a new video out every week. On Tuesdays. That's reset day, guys. That's maintenance day. You're like, I don't understand what you just said. Video games. Yeah. But yeah, consider donating to our Patreon and watching me react to stuff. It's really good. It's great. And I get to show some, like, really old stuff. And then I'm, I'm planning on some new stuff. Also, if you have any suggestions for that, let me know on Discord or on Twitter. I'm at Senpai90 with two Bs. <laughs> All right. So, now for current game. Current game. Battle for Azeroth. Yep. Um, I'm going to go pretty deep into some spoiler territory. So, full warning here if you haven't actually done... Spoiler alerts! Yep. Um, if you haven't done, like, the full current raid tier, which which is um, Ashara's Eternal Palace, um, the Horde opening event leading into Battle for Azeroth deals with some Horde freeing some Xandalari prisoners from Stormwind. Um, she ends up following them in what I can only describe as the Kill Bill nurse assassin. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> I think the only way this could have been scarier is if she had been singing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking. I did this and I'm like, I'm so terrified of Jaina. <laughs> um, the Horde does escape here because they decided to start a fire and forcing her to go deal with that instead. But it led uh, to Jaina and Anduin making plans for what to do next. And that was for her to go to her homeland, Kul'Tiris, um, vowing that she'd bring back a fleet. Uh, she'd bring the fleet back or not at all. Which is, um, that's the Alliance opening event. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. <clears throat> so we journey to, 
uh, to Colteris with Jaina and get this wonderful cutscene of Jaina having a nightmare while she's while we're sealing. Yeah, that was kind of like creepy as fuck. Yeah, uh, we see her. She hears herself singing, like a small child of her singing mm-hmm. um, a sea shanty, the sh- the same song from Warbringers, except that the lyrics are different. Um, and it's a child's voice. And there's another voice in there. Her dad. <gasps> Daddy! And she opens the door to her quarters and she sees, like, the little girl, her, her hugging her dad. And, like, they're they're talking. And then when she runs away, like, when the little girl, Jaina, runs away, her dad's like, your mom's never gonna forgive you. And then turns and is, like, rotting. Zombie face! So Judgment! Look what you did to me! Murderer! Pretty much. Um, and then she wakes up as, uh, as we make Port and Boralis. Um, one thing I want to point out here, though, about the song, those are the lyrics, like, when she was growing up. Mm-hmm. It was a song about his love for his daughter. Yes. And this is when, when she actually goes to Kul She's found out that they've taken that song that used to be, you know, love song to his daughter. Yeah. And kind of warped it and twisted it in, yeah. into their hatred for her. Yeah. I'm like, that's... That's fucking rough, man. I mean, <laughs> perspective, yep. you know? Their understanding is that she's kind of the fucking worst. Which, I mean, I understand why they see that. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it's it's, it's bad. <laughs> and then that, so that's the one we hear in Warbringers is the one that yeah. she starts off with. And then the, the like, end kind of like little thing, that's her writing a new verse for herself of, like, yeah... That's right. Beware, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm a fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we go with Jane up to the Proudmoore Estate, where Lady Catherine's like um, standing there with Lady Priscilla Ashbane, and Catherine pretty much disowns her at this point. Not pretty much. Jitty Witties is like, yeah. I have no daughter. Yeah. Um, and then she takes the pendant that was Dalen's. Yep. Um, and then says, Ashbane, do what you will. Fuck her up. I yep. don't give a shit. Uh, and then we don't see Jaina for a bit, and it's not immediately apparent what's happened. Um, is she dead? Is she not? No, Who she's knows? not dead. But there's some stuff. Oh man, there's some stuff. Um, we so we have to go through and earn the trust of the people of Colteris, and this is where we kind of find out the plot. Um, find out that the Colteran fleet, which is supposed to be the like best navy around, is yep. missing. Oh no. Um, and we find out that it's actually being held hostage in a magical storm. <gasps> Yeah. Um, after all of that, we find out that Ashvane had Jaina exiled to the cursed island called um, Fate's End. Okay. We also find out that Ashvane's fucking evil, <laughs> which I think is kind of obvious. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was supposed to be. I, I like. I don't know if that was supposed to be the end of it from Ashvane's pr- perspective, or mm-hmm. if that was to like put her there. Until another time. Uh, yeah. Or if, like, that was, uh, that's fine, whatever, just leave her there. Um, I'm thinking it probably was. I don't think Ashwin's necessarily the smartest person. So I think she thought it was done there. But when we go through Drustwar, we learn about Gorak Tool, hmm? um, who's the ancient Drust King. And he's kind of in charge of all the witchy happenings in Drustwar and all the evil shit. Sweet. Um, oh, wait, what? Witchy is equated with evil? In, yeah, in this, yeah. Oh. I know. Oh. It was. It gets really old when you get on your fucking third alliance character and you have to go through there and it's like, the only good witch is a dead witch. Oh, thanks, guys. That makes me sad. I know. It's, it's real sad. But I, I should I should show you some stuff, I think, out there after. Um, yeah, so Garaktul kidnaps her and brings her into his death realm, which is basically hell. It's called Thros. Death realm. Yeah, and it, yeah, um, Jaina's forced to relive some of her biggest regrets. Um, when we get there to save her with her now remorseful mother, mm-hmm. we have to chase all of the like child Jaina's around because she's just feeling so powerless that she's um, a kid in in here. Yeah, um, and we have to figure out where she's gone, and we deal with some of Jaina's regrets. Aw. So there's a fight between her and Ronan. There's a fight between her and Varian. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's, like, so fucking heartbreaking. Uh, we finally find her, and then we get another wonderful cutscene uh, between Catherine and Jaina. Yep. Um, with 
Jaina saying, like, I did everything wrong. And then Catherine kind of is forced to live through some of Jaina's regrets, including Arthas at the beginning of Stratholm. Yeah. Um, and then through Dalen's death, when Catherine finally realizes, hey, you couldn't save him from himself. Um, and then also when Jaina comes to Colteris and kind of reunites with her mother and Catherine, it's like, yeah, you're no daughter of mine kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But Catherine steps in at this point, kind of banishing that regret and is like, you need to forgive me and yourself and your father because this isn't good for you. Um, Too many regrets will sour your soul. Exactly. Um, and we think that's all done, uh, except that it's not because we have to fight Gorak Tull again one <gasps> last time before God we can actually get out. damn it. Yeah. That bastard. Uh, once we do get out and go back to Baralis, uh, we've got some pirate attacks happening on the city. Hmm. Uh, so we have to take back the city first from Ashvade's forces. Yeah. And there's a big kraken fight, and it's pretty great. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a really pain in the ass fight. Um, and then Ashvane is leading the pirate ships, um, and then Catherine gives uh, the pendant back to Jaina. Yeah. And we find out that this isn't just any regular old anchor pendant. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This is the heart of the Kultiran fleet. <gasps> it's magical. Oh, snap! And so um, Jaina actually uses it to free the Kultiran fleet from the storm that it was being held in. Fucking bad ass. Isn't that so cool? Take that, Ashvane! <laughs> it, it was Ashvane. Um, it was Ashara that was actually holding them hostage, though. I know, but Ashvane's the one who's with the pirates co- trying to cause a ruckus. Oh, yeah, and Ashvane absolutely had a hand in that. For sure. <laughs> uh, so the pirates finally surrender. Mm-hmm. And then this is when Catherine calls Jaina Lord Admiral. <gasps> um, Promotion! Yeah. So she comes home, gets exiled, gets kidnapped by Death Dude, saved by Mom, and a promotion. Oh, and Tandra's back. Woo! Cause that's Tan- a roller coaster. Yeah, because Tandra's also the commander of the, the fleet now. Ooh! Yeah. Ooh! This is great. And he, he has, like, the most badass fucking entrance of any character I think I know. <laughs> um, so we're not done there. Uh, now it's time to turn our attention back to the ho- war with the Horde. Jaina and Catherine are talking about the memorials um, to Dalen and Derek, and they talk about how Derek's body was taken from the shipwreck out in, out in the ocean. Um, that's part of the Horde war campaign. Yep. And then they get a report that the Horde is attacking Kul <gasps> Um, So we get to help Jaina take down the attack and destroy the ships, which is fucking boss. Um, there, There's... <laughs> we get a cutscene of, like, our character with Jaina, like... The ships are about to explode, and then we just kind of turn around and walk away. It's fucking great. <laughs> Love it. Um, and then she helps us uh, when we go to Zandalar to retrieve a magical artifact mm-hmm. that the Horde has stolen. And then she helps distract the Horde away from the city of Jazar Lore, uh, and then moves back to the fleet again, and then like moves to take the city itself. And then that's where the raid comes in for the Battle of Jazar Lore. Um, so while the Alliance attacks in the city after destroying the Zandalari fleet, mm-hmm. um, and we go up to the king, uh, the pyramid to kill um, the Zandalari king, Jaina's job at this point, as a horde player, I fucking hate this, and as an Alliance player, I find it fucking hilarious, Jaina literally goes and fucking freezes them in place. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> it's fun the first time. Freeze tag! It's fun the first time. After a while, it gets fucking stale. <laughs> uh, just it just basically just makes their life hell for a little bit. Just yeah. like po- like popping them down with with ice and oh, it's it's really annoying. Um, once the king is dead, the alliance starts you know getting out, getting away, and the horde pursue. This is where we talked about Mechatork was the first obstacle for the horde, um, kind of going back out against yep. the Kul and then a couple of Kul mages, and then we catch up, and this is where we fight Jaina. Oh, we, so we catch up to Jaina, and Jaina's like, yeah, you're going to regret, regret this for fucking sure. <laughs> <laughs> Big mistake. Oh, yeah. Big. Um, Huge. And, and basically, she's just there to buy the last little bit of time for the rest of the Alliance fleet to actually make it back to Borales. Yeah. Um, and then, so this fight ends. She doesn't die. Mm-hmm. None of the Warbringers, so far at least, have died. Um, she... Yeah, she basically makes her life hell for a little bit, and then she's like, yeah, we're done. Okay, thanks, bye! Ports out, and it's it's so great. 
Um, and then so she and Andy went and talked for a little bit, and it's they decide it's best to let the Zandalari kind of mourn the death of their king before, yeah. like, moving in again just to continue attacking. Yeah. It's a cheap shot for them to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, part of the war campaign on both sides did involve Derek, too. Uh, all the Alliance knew was that the Horde had gathered the body, which was in pretty good shape, all things considered. Um, they didn't know a lot else, though. Bane, the Torrent chieftain, yep, um, whose dad died a long time ago, yep. um, he requests an audience with Jaina off the coast of Theramore. Yes. To which she's kind of pissed off. Yeah. Which I get. She does agree, but she does insist that she's not going alone. Yeah. So we get to go with. And this is when we get the lovely cutscene of, uh, I don't even remember what the actual thing is called, but it's Bane returning Derek back to Jaina. Yes. And it's pretty crazy. I didn't cry during the original cutscene. I cried during the little conversation that Derek and Jaina have after. Aww. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. The I can't come home bit is really fucking rough. And basically how... It's just like vampires. Why is it once you're alive dead, you can't go home? It's bullshit. Well, I mean, we've talked about the Forsaken 2 before. How everyone lo- sees the Forsaken and is like... I Agents know. of the Lich King. Yeah. But the Lich King is dead. He's not. <laughs> Wait, shit. No, everyone thinks... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Everyone does think that the, the Lich King is dead. Oh, God. Okay. Well, then, way to spoil stuff. At least I'm on track. No, we talked about this before. We talked... This was, like, the last fucking episode. <laughs> last fucking episode was a month ago. Thank you. That's true. Okay. Uh, and basically, what proves to Jaina that Derek is still Derek is he actually quotes the original lyrics of the song. Yeah. For as long as stars do shine. Aw. That almost got me. That, <sighs> it really did. <sighs> um, Brotherly love. I know, right? Uh, then comes our forays into Nazjatar. Uh The alliance finds out that the Horde fleet, like what's left of it, is moving out to sea. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jaina's like, "All right, let's fucking follow." <laughs> And that's where that's where we get the um, lovely Ashara powered sinkhole, I guess I could call it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've showed you that part. Um, mm-hmm. And this is when we get stranded into Nashatar. Uh, Jaina moves to make uh, to find more defensible grounds, and we kind of work our way through, and we meet the Ancoan, who are our new friends um, on the Alliance side, I should say. Friends. Um, after some scouts didn't return, though, Jaina does a ritual to find out what happened. In this one, we find out that Ashar, that Ashar has the Tidestone. Um, and then we start undermining anything that Ashar has done. <laughs> Let's just fuck all our shit up. Yeah. And then we find Azerite weapons. Nice. Azerite weapons made by Ashvane. Ooh. Yeah. Fucking why is Ashvane here? <laughs> Who knows? Not me. I still have no idea exactly how she got to commanding some Naga. (laughs) Um, And I don't know if we'll ever fully get that answered, but she's there. Um, And she becomes a boss in the raid later. Uh, It's around here that the Alliance uh, catch wind of Sylvanas' plan to have Bane killed. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, for betraying the Horde and giving giving Derek back to Jaina. Yeah. And so Jaina gets called back to Stormwind by Anduin, mm-hmm. who asks her to go and save Van. And she does, because she owes him for yeah. returning Derek. Yeah. It's great. Um, and then, so we go help her as Alliance players. Okay. Um, and then we run into Thrall. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. And so we team up with Thrall also, um, and another uh, orc guy, to go and save Bane. Marvelous. It's a little reluctant, too. But mm. it's, hey, we saved Bane. That's what matters. Yeah. Uh, when we finally do reach Bane, they're stopped by Hatherell, uh, who, he he was actually in Dalaran during the Purge. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and Jaina fully owns up to this, because he's like, he's like, um, yeah, we've got some problems here. And she's like, okay, no, 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 your problems are with me. Nobody else. And he's like, nope, you're going to watch your friends die, too, like I did. <gasps> it's really bad. Wait, <sighs> and like... It's understandable. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So once we kind of deal with him, uh, she teleports us all outside of Thunderbluff, which mm-hmm. is the Torrin City. And Thrall and Gina have a very good conversation here about how, you know, things have changed and they've changed and shit's changed. Yep. And it could help them move forward. Changes! Yeah. She then leaves uh, to report the mission to Anduin, and, you know, it was an success, and then, or it was a success, rather, uh, and goes back to Najatar, 
where she has another conversation with some other alliance leaders who are there um, about Ashara and how Ashara just kind of wants the, us at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. It serves her plans. Um, and suggesting that instead of fighting the Horde, we just kind of redirect everything to Ashara. Do it! Yeah. Join forces. Fuck her up. Yeah. Um, and partly, and part of it's because it she's the bigger fucking threat. Yeah. Um, part of it is also because there's obviously rebellion in the Horde, mm-hmm. and that needs time to take root. Okay. Which is great. Um, after some uh, after some scouting, we co- we collect the javelins of Suramar from the ruins of Zinashari, which mm-hmm. we talked about before. Um, Jaina realizes that these would be a great tool in getting back the Tidestone. Sweet. Yeah. So we help her do that. But before we do, we run into a blood elf leader, oh, Lorthamar, no. and the nightborn le- uh, leader, Thalysra. Um, and they kind of get into an argument, all of them, um, before deciding, you know what, it's probably best that we team up and, and fight this bitch. <laughs> Again, I, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we take out the Guardian of the Tidestone, and then when Shara comes out and is basically like, oh, you want it in? Oh, you've been invited this entire time. Come on in. <laughs> I, I've had a lot of words about Shara in the past, and I still do. Um, and this is where the raid starts. Uh, we fight, uh, we fight through alongside both faction leaders and that are out in Ashtar, mm-hmm. and we defeat Ashara. And then Lorthamar and Jaina, Jaina are approaching like her body. Okay, as she passes out, and then oh no, the thing did the thing. There's like this like. Um, Titan construct thing there mm-hmm. that has this ball on it and it like goes into place and it unlocks oh. the chains that are there. Oh. And we just look up Nizoth. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Nizoth free. Oh no. Um, and then some weird tentacles come pick oh, up yeah. Ashara. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, they pick up Ashara and she wakes up clearly in pain and in fear, I which mean... is a little rough. Um, and we get some ominous voice of Nizoth here. And Lorthmar recognizes that it's a hollow victory, but we should definitely let the people know what's going on. And then he also takes his place uh, with the Horde Rebellion with Bane. Oh, nice. It's great. Um, and that's where we're at right now. Oh, boy. And we're also recording on patch day, so I'm in a little bit of pain right now. I really want to go home and play WoW and play 8.25. Well, we're almost done. I know. Um, but first, we got some trivia. Trivia! Yeah, uh, a lot of these situations happen in Warcraft Three as well as novels. Cool. Um, and some of it happens in in-game WoW, uh, but some of it has been since taken out, like the Battle for Undercity. Mm-hmm. That that's that's gone now. You can't do that anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, we've mentioned Arthas Rise of the Lich King before, um, which does have some of today's stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of today's stuff also include is included in the Shattering, which is the lead into Cataclysm. Uh, Jaina, Tides of War, which is the lead into Mists of Pandaria, and that's when the bomb happens. Oh, and all the stuff with Kindy and yeah. my heartbreaking Sad. over and over again. Uh, Wendell Sparkshine, who's Kindy's father, still actually lights the candles in Dalaran. Aww. In game. Oh. Uh, and you can see Kindy's image showing up. Cute. It's really cute. Um, you can also buy the things that actually light the candles in Dalaran and do it yourself, too. Cute. <laughs> Um, after the reunion with Derek as an alliance player, the uh, the theme in Boralus, like the the musical theme in Boralus, changes to include the like kind of torn fluty sound every okay. now and again. Nice, fucking so beautiful. Aww. <laughs> I love that part. Uh, one of the Colteran female jokes uh, is that she can't forgive Jaina for losing her accent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then there's also a small scene that plays out in Boralus uh, between Jaina and Tandred where she he bugs her jokingly about losing her accent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is really funny. Um, in saving Jaina and reliving some of the memories, a lot of what happens is word for word what happened in Warcraft 3. Um, but some of, some of Dalen's like really, really long ass speech was cut up a little bit. So Okay. It's not quite as long, but it's word for word. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaina still uses the staff of Antonitis, which was a gift from her mentor. Oh, nice. Um, in the World of Warcraft cookbook, there's <laughs> a recipe for Jaina's favorite snack, sour goat cheese. <laughs> I want to try making it. I I've never tried making <coughs> cheese. Oh, goat cheese is so good. <coughs> I've never tried making cheese either. I don't know about making cheese, but goat cheese is so good. Okay. I, I, 
actually know if I've... Uh, I've probably eaten goat cheese. It's probably been a very long time, though. It's kind of expensive, though. So It is expensive. I don't get it very often. No. But when I do, I eat it all. <laughs> Fair. Um, I didn't know about this before, but there was a joke theory that because of Jaina's drastic change in personality, mm-hmm. that she'd been replaced with a dreadlord. Oh, no! <laughs> um, there's actually a joke in Chronicle Volume 2 that redirects Jaina Proudmore if you look up the dreadlord in the index. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for Heroes of the Storm, she got a dreadlord skin. <laughs> just just to kind of like poke fun at it. Yeah. Um, voices. So, Jaina was originally pl- played by Carrie Gordon Lowry up until Burning Crusade. Okay. And then since Wrath has been voiced by Laura Bailey. Cool. Who is known for a lot of anime and video games. Ooh. And Critical Role. Um, that's the D&D podcast thing. That's fine. <laughs> she also gives a few other voices in uh, in WoW, too, including this little dead troll girl. Huh. It's it makes me cry every time this no. fucking quest line. And you have to do it. It's unskippable. I've tried to skip it. And then Blonde Soundy's like, hey, yeah, you should go check out that little girl. No! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I hate you. Uh, and then she also sang Daughter of the Sea at BlizzCon 2018. <gasps> yeah. Isn't that great? That is pretty amazing. Um, I've mentioned that Chris Metzen plays Thrall and has for all time. Mm-hmm. And came out of retirement to play Thrall in the most recent stuff. Aww. Um... And so we, I don't know how much longer that'll be. Hopefully I find out in a few hours Ooh. when I go home and play 825. Yay! Um, his new model is a throwback to Durotan from the movies, who's his father. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, Metzen also plays Varian Rin, um, while John St. John, the voice of Duke Nukem, also played him during the Landfall patch. Oh, cool. I think was in Pandaria. Um, Catherine Proudmore is voiced by Indira Varma. I really hope I'm not saying that wrong. Um who I know her from Game of Thrones. Oh, cool. As Ilaria Sand. Okay. Yeah, uh, the queen of the other country that um, her and her husband go to brothels together and stuff and, like, have all the... Pro- you, ha- you've watched Game of Thrones, have you not? I'm not all the way caught up. I'm a few seasons This behind. was, like, season four. Then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I remember that. Okay, That's yeah. sexy times. Yeah. I like that. There's lots of sexy times in Game of Thrones. Um, she also has another number of other video game roles and TV roles, too. Sweet. So, But yeah, I know her from game. Um, Dalen Proudmore was voiced by Mark Addy in WoW. Oh, snap. Who's also in Game of Thrones is Robert Baratheon. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Um, I couldn't find any mention of the actor who played him for Warcraft 3, though, mm-hmm. so I'm really sorry. It uh, Also, in the Warbringer short, mm-hmm. it's kind of implied the ferryman is actually Dalen. Oh, neat. It's Dalen's ghost. <gasps> but that, hence the mm-hmm. the facial hair. Yep. Um, one thing I kind of hate about Blizzard is that they don't seem to update their cast list between patches, so I don't know who also voices Derek or Tandred. What the fuck, Blizzard? Guys, get on that. Um, Rexar used to be voiced by Stephen Bloom in Warcraft 3, who I know for a lot of anime, but I mostly know him for Spike Spiegel and Cowboy Bebop. Sweet. Uh, and now he's voiced by Matthew Mercer, who is known for a lot of other stuff, uh, including Dungeon Master on Critical Role. Okay. Where Laura Bailey also is. Yeah. Um, and there's a part where a cool Tyrion is also very excited to meet the orc who killed Dalen. (laughs) (laughs) Nice pretty great but yeah right yeah that's all we've got for today whoop yeah so we would like to thank the winnipeg public library we recorded the millennium library in their beautiful idea mill makerspace uh our intro and outro music is by kevin mcleod and you can find all of his work on his website in and our wonderful artwork is by our good friend ben hoffer his instagram is scorpiosuka7 if you'd like to check out more of his work which you absolutely should and yeah now it's time to go home and play 825 and find out what happens with the rest of the war campaign. I have to go down, go home and take down a blanket fort. You gotta take down the blanket fort. That's just heartbreaking. I know. It really is. But it's been up since Friday, so. Quite frankly, everything should, everything should always be a blanket fort. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> but apparently there's too many stuffies on the floor or something. Okay, I mean, maybe don't have the stuffies on the floor, floor, but... But that's where I lay! <laughs> you want me to just lay on the hardwood? No, I need to lay on the bed of stuffies. There's there's a couch. 
Do you not have the couch in the fort? Yeah. Okay. But like, I lay on the floor, and then he lays on the couch, and then he kind of puts his arm around me. Like, okay. Get a room. It's our house. The whole thing's our room. <laughs> True. Uh, but yeah, um, so check us out on Patreon where you can see me showing Bam Bam a bunch of machinima where it's ridiculous and amazing all at once. Definitely. All of those things. And a rare glimpse at the face. The best. <laughs> the, super, the super emotive face of Bam Bam. <laughs> I know. I'm, I've got a face for, for not radio. But, you know, you take the opportunities you get. Exactly. That's true. All right. Yeah. Why do we usually sign off again? No, we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, wait. Well, don't you say, don't you usually say I'm Bam Bam? I don't know. I'm Bam Bam. <laughs> and I'm Senpai, and we'll notice you next time. Bye. Bye.